0: plans to have teachers mark some of their own students continuous assessment uh, elements of the Leaving Cert exam have been shelved and instead they would be corrected by external examiners and the reason given has been the proliferation of artificial intelligence. Uh, Michael Madden is a professor of computer science and he's head of Machine Learning Research Group the Machine Learning Research Group at the University of Galway. Uh, Michael you're very welcome to the show um, and thanks for for joining us. Uh, Before we talk about AI and its, its broad impact on education. Can you can you try and make a little sense of this for me? Because I'm not sure how, if AI poses a threat to continuous assessment, how that problem is resolved by external examiners, but not the teacher in the classroom. So, Kieran,
1: uh, as I understand it, actually what they're proposing is to, um, they're rowing back on the plans to have continuous assessment added
0: to the leaving search. So it's a full um, rollback. It's not just the the, yes. the the external examiner actually we can't really be doing continuous assessment because kids yeah. will just put the question into chat gpt.
1: Yes, that's it. I mean there's, so there's two separate issues here and I think maybe I think teachers unions had been objecting to the or to to themselves grading student work and and as you know had said that you know the state exams commission could organize external examiners. Um, But I think today, the announcement today is a slightly different discussion. And that's about, you know, that they've said the state exam commission and the minister said they're going to pause introducing continuous assessment at all because of risks of students using chat
0: GPT. Well, let's talk about that risk then. Um, Sure. How, how great uh, threat does it pose to the, the model we have been moving towards in education, which is away from that big, high-pressure exam at the end of the year?
1: Yeah, and look, I think everyone appreciates the idea that that we need to find something better than what you said, you know, the big exam, that that students study for two years and then they've got two hours to demonstrate everything they know. And in the university sector, we obviously have end-of-semester exams. um, But we also have lots of continuous assessment. And so there is this challenge of how do you uh, deal with continuous assessment when ChatGPT is there and it can generate, you know, quite nice-looking, plausible-looking essays or text on, on a wide
0: range of topics. And is the answer then to the, the to the problem you've posed? I mean, is it is it a human answer or a machine answer? Do we get into an arms race whereby you know you just got another piece of technology that detects the use of technology in the first place?
1: Yeah, that, that that's a great question, and I think um, you know there, there is that arms race has started, um, and and right now the the generators are winning, the detectors are are way behind, and the companies that build. Um, these AI text generation tools, uh, OpenAI, that builds ChatGPT, for example, it released a, a detection tool, and then it had to take down the detection tool after a few months. It didn't work well. Um, so the, the, the human answer is, I think, you know, as you hit on, I think that's the that's the real answer. So there, you know, we have to think really about what are we trying to do when we set a student uh, to write a report or to write an essay. Obviously, you know, we're not just interested in getting lots of text. We're trying to use that as a way of measuring their understanding. Mm. And if somebody can produce a report like that with very little understanding just by, you know, putting a query into ChatGPT, then that's unfortunately no longer a good way to test understanding. And so we'll have to explore other ways of uh, testing
0: understanding. I mean, uh, uh, this kind of sounds like a, a wildly radical suggestion, but you could talk to the students.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, that is a wildly radical. That, that's exactly the kind of thing that, that people are, uh, educators at, at university level are looking at now. So there's been a very useful report produced just in the last month or so from a body called the National Academic Integrity Network, um, and they've produced a guideline for educators on dealing with generative AI, and and oral interviews or, you know, direct discussions, direct engagements with students is definitely part of the solution where we,
0: um, yeah, know, It's kind uh, of remarkable part, in a way, isn't it? it, it <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind, it's kind of funny that basics. like, our, our solution to this kind of technology that so many of us, you obviously excluded, but so many of us uh, kind of find it hard to even understand um, <laughs> that the, 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 we solve that problem by just talking to people face to face.
1: Yes, that is. And it says a lot to, you know, eliminate the, the computer systems and give back to humans face to
0: face, as you said.
1: Uh, and, and there's other things you can do, too. For example, um, rather than, than putting all of the weight for, for an assignment on, on the final document that the student hands up, get them to submit, you know, interim reports or drafts or, you know, present partway through, you know, anything like that that allows the student... That you can track that they're sort of engaging on the, on the assignment through a couple of weeks and not mm. just, you know, five minutes before the deadline, going to a generative AI system, generating output, pasting that in and job done. You really want to show that people are understanding the material
0: we're really getting into the matrix now with this suggestion from a listener who says, why not use an AI to interrogate the student face-to-face about what they understand <laughs> in the course? Which, um, I, I th- Maybe we will end up uh, doing that. I mean, it strikes me as well, Michael, it, it's not just um, kind of students and exams. A friend of mine recently was going through um, uh, job applications for an internal position It was in the public sector. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of it was... was uh kind of a, a quite of a uh, uh, a long written piece um that uh, applicants had to Personal put together and, and something, uh, yes. well, about halfway through he kind of realized this is kind of pointless i'm I, it's impossible for you to tell who actually wrote this and who just put it into chat gpg so he just yeah. he kind of just discarded the whole lot of them or that aspect of the application
1: yeah, that's a real risk, isn't it? And and um, now now I do feel myself um, having used ChatGPT a bit and having plenty of experience of grading student work. You know, you you do start to get a sense of 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 when things look machine generated. If maybe, you know, if, if a personal statement, for example, in a job application, the person is really supposed to reflect on their own background. And if you kind of feel well, actually, this is just some generic thing that doesn't reflect the person's background. Then, you know, mm. that sort of is a signal that maybe it's not worth um, taking seriously. Maybe it is a uh, machine mm. generated. But you're right. I mean, that's another form of of, of assessment. We're trying to assess candidates in interview, and uh, and and yes, if we rely on on and again assuming that when someone can produce a report about a topic, um, that that's demonstrates their understanding of the topic. Yeah. Um, We can no longer really assume that, and so we have to try and go a little deeper.
0: Well, listen, Michael, it's been really interesting talking to you about it. Uh, Professor Michael Madden, he is a professor of computer science and he is head of the Machine Learning Research Group at the University of Galway. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy, with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.